Hello, welcome to the Friday, September 9th, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. We do see occasional spikes in our data of attacks against SNMP servers. Now, SNMP or the Simple Network Management Protocol is supported by a lot of routers and network equipment like that. It has been used in the past sometimes as a reflector for denial of service attacks, but of course has also gained new prominence with some of the NSA Cisco exploits that were released recently, some of which relied on on SNMP. A lot of what I'm seeing appears to be just recon where they're looking for version strings and uptimes and the like, but haven't had much luck yet with the honeypot to emulate some of these vulnerable routers. So if you have any packets, in particular packets going to actual routers, so where we see the request and the reply, uh, please uh, let us know. It would be nice uh, to look into some of this traffic in more detail. In general, of course, I don't recommend that you expose your network equipment to the outside internet. But uh, then again, if you have a spare router or a switch or something like this that you can expose, would be nice to set it up sort of in a honeypot capacity. And if you got these PCAPs and looking for a great tool to analyze it, Wireshark, of course, is the way to go. And Wireshark released a new significant version 2.2. This is not just a bug fix release, even though it does fix a couple of bugs, but it's really mostly a new feature release. Lots of new decoders in there. Also support for like JSON export for your packet captures and bug of other little features like that so take a look at it also if you haven't in a while take a look at the Wireshark website they went like not too long ago through a big redesign lots of videos there with tutorials about how to use Wireshark better and the send project came up with a new security patch this one fixes various virtual machine escape vulnerabilities in this popular hypervisor so an attacker would gain access to one of your virtual machines and then could take over the entire host using these vulnerabilities. A couple of uh, large hosting providers that rely on Send already had to reboot all of their machines, like for example, Linode. I recommend that you do the same, in particular if you do allow untrusted users to run virtual machines on your system. And while I haven't seen it really done yet, but I would expect that also malware that is looking for researchers that are using uh, virtualization to analyze uh, malware would be a possible target here as it would allow them for the malware to compromise the researchers infrastructure. And Google announced that it will move ahead with its plans to make it more and more obvious to users that they are not browsing on an HTTPS website. Currently, the problem is that if you are on an HTTP 
Without SSL website, there isn't really a strong indicator of that. There is only that lock if you are on HTTPS website, but it's easy to miss that. So starting January, February, what you'll see is that on websites that are not using HTTPS, there will a note saying not secure as part of the URL bar. Make it kind of obvious to the user that this website is not using SSL. This is really more a user interface issue than anything else, but tools like, for example, Strip SSL have taken advantage of the fact that there is no real clear error message or indication that you're not browsing on an HTTPS site. Personally, actually, I just ran into a sort of annoying situation yesterday where I was looking at a relatively old uh, router. That router only supported SL version 3. So in that case, actually, it was impossible for me with any current browser to connect to that SL website at all. And I had to go HTTP. Not sure if that's actually better than just sticking with old and somewhat broken SSL protocols. And with all the focus uh, that uh, we gave uh, to the latest and greatest attacks, whether it's Internet of Things or recent SSL vulnerabilities, one sad part about security is that sometimes old and very old attacks are still working quite well. The latest example is a very old Windows Media Player issue. I think that's going back about 10 years where Windows Media Player added a feature where a movie can include a URL with a DRM message. So when you start playing the movie, your browser pops up with a page explaining any restrictions or such that the author opposes on that file. Well, of course, an attacker can use this feature to direct you to whatever page they would like you to direct. Well, in this case, what they're doing is they're taking popular movies, they're then adding a digital rights message to this movie and that leads you to a page that tricks you into downloading malware. Really simple exploit and sadly it still works. Not really much you can do about it other than either disable Windows Media Player outright, not sure if that'll work, or maybe try to teach your users not to follow these instructions blindly that ask them to download additional software. Well, that's it for today. Next week, by the way, I'll be in Vegas at our big conference teaching our web application security class. If you didn't have a chance to sign up and if you don't really like to travel to cities like Vegas, the week after that, I'll start an online class and I'll put the link in the show notes. I'll be teaching our intrusion detection in depth class great class if you want to understand network protocols and how to analyze them, how IDSs work. This is taught online two sessions a week, uh, usually from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again on Monday. Bye.